him up, lay it down just like Matt Amari. Wrestling over half ups, gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris. And we coming every week, and it's feeling like a party. Pull a Ric Flair, huh? Showing out like Bianca Belair, huh? Best podcast, rush it in the air, huh? Bummer rings, and we win it, don't care, huh? No cap. Throw him up, lay it down just like Matt Amari. Wrestling over half ups, gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris. And we coming every week, and it's feeling like a party. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast. I'm your host, Mari Fourth, and with me, as always, my co host, my tag team partner, Mr. Matt Scott. Matt, how's it, how's it going? It is good, Mari. I feel like I survived war. How are you doing? <laughs> I I agree. I I feel every every bit of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mari. It's it's good to be here with you. Uh, how's your day going? Um, you know, surviving the holidays. Yes. Just got back. Mm-hmm. Uh, very tired, but you know. That's how how the cookie crumbles. How about you? How was your holidays? You know, a good time. I got back yesterday. Um, you know, got went to a brunch, a drag brunch today. You Ooh. know, got a few couple mimosas in. Got a little bit of rest. I feel, Mari. I feel great. I feel great uh-huh. right now. I'm just happy to talk about war games to wrap this up to put a bow in it. And also, I'm a little disappointed that you didn't say that I'm the uh, Becky Lynch to your Bianca Belair. Okay, well, there you go. You're the Becky Lynch to my Bianca Belair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. The man. Or the or the Sami Zayn to my Roman Reigns or like that. Mm. Ooh, mm. very apt. Very apt. If I was quicker, I would have thought of that. But it, like I said, it's been a long I day. You. I got you. I'm tired. Yeah. If, anyone, if anyone's tuned in, by the way, just like... Uh, Ignore me, like uh, f- fast forward um, a few seconds. Mari, I'm trying to stretch out this podcast as much oh, as possible, just yeah. to really, really make it feel like a war games match. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very, very much a stretch, stretch uh-huh. situation. <laughs> because I mean, we'll see uh, everybody for sticking with us, but I don't feel like this is going to be a long one again wow. we went we went into i know i'm, I'm jinxing it here but mm-hmm. we went into war games with like just five matches and, and we left with only five matches we, so. <laughs> yes mm-hmm. and so it's just kind of like which is weird because i'm like i wish we had more matches but then the the ple ended at 11 15 so it still ended like at a normal at, at the normal time but it felt like it, it felt like it could have added way more matches or way more like something like it needed a little bit more razzle dazzle, but then also no, it, it dragged. Like, yeah, I no, I disagree with you, and I'm disappointed that you're saying this because Triple H <laughs> is listening, and okay. I don't want him to be like, oh yeah, we just need to add in a few more. Like, uh, what else? What else, Mari? Actually, let's not even go there. I'm, I'm just sure happy there's that so we, many things they could have added. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that there's a lot more they could have added. I'm glad that they kept it kind of like slim, uh, dummy thin, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, 
Just like we normally do. This is a Survivor Series uh, review podcast where we recap the Survivor Series premium live event. Of course, like we always start, like how we normally do. What is your overall grade for the uh, premium live event here, Matt? (laughs) Your overall thoughts, more overall thoughts before we get into each match. Well, damn, I'm like a deer in headlights right now. Um, You know, I would give it a b a b okay just a solid b and it's not mm-hmm. even because oh there we go and not just making noises <laughs> i've had a okay look i had a of an alarm set we start before mm. the alarm just for you the listeners <laughs> that was wild though i didn't realize that the survivor theme was my alarm there we go um but yes a b is what it will get because um you know Mario, what would be your your theme? We'll talk about the details as we go along. You know, a B isn't that bad. Like, I think that the two war games matches were very effective. Like, we came here for war games. We got war games. Very good. Like, storytelling-wise and stuff like that. Um, I think it was just the stuff in the middle that was kind of like, uh, (laughs) 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 that's what it was. It's just like, what, what was it? Can you repeat that? Yeah. Wait, can you so, repeat that, Mari? I think my yeah. connection bro wait, I don't know if I heard you. What it was, was meh. It? it was meh. What so was maybe it? maybe I'll give it like a B minus. Oh, okay, now you're just upstaging me right now. No, I'm not. I'm just this is just my honest opinion. I don't like I think it's low enough to give it like a C because I did enjoy it, but I also feel like like I said, I feel like I want it more. But I don't know. Huh. You know what? It's kind of tough because like as much as it's I, I hear you in terms of wanting more. And I think part of it is that we had two matches each with 10 people in them and 10 mm-hmm. like pretty featured stars. I mean, if you look at the women's yeah. division and Team Bel Air versus Team Bailey, like there there's so there are a few storylines and there's a lot of backstory that was built into that match which is one mm-hmm. reason that that was my match of the night but then mm-hmm. you know you also have the bloodline and you mm-hmm. got the bloodline they typically do their thing together if not like having a tag team match with the usos and then like mm-hmm. roman doing his own thing um but you had Sheamus, you had Drew, you had KO, all who could have had different matches, their own matches. So I'm not looking, I didn't look at this card thinking, ooh, I wish that anyone was on here. I mean, maybe that's like the one question that I'll ask you. Is yeah. there anyone in particular you wish was on this card? Yeah, I would have loved an intercontinental championship match here. Like, I I understand that there's uh, they're in the middle of a World Cup tournament, but they mm-hmm. should have done that tournament so it ended here or some some way that it could end here so that we could get we could have gotten Gunther on this pay per view. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't understand that. Um, Bray, I know Bray Wyatt just came back, oh. and him and La Knight are like kind of working a feud right now. So it makes sense not to have them on right now, but a, a Bray Wyatt p- promo would have been pretty good here. I would have loved that, maybe. Um, uh, Johnny Gargano and Miz are, are currently in the middle of a feud. You know, a very funny one, might I yeah. add. Like, that would have been cool. Like, I don't know. I feel like they're doing really good at building a lot of different storylines um, yeah. that, that they could have added at least, like, one more match. Or... 
like I said on the preview podcast, I really think that the AJ Styles and Finn Balor match suffered greatly from not having like the club and um, Judgment Day like officially in the match in some capacity. Like they really mm-hmm. should have at the bare minimum, they could have done a really good Survivor, Survivor Series elimination match with uh, those two teams. And I think I would have felt I would have felt really great about it. Yeah, I mean, you bring up a lot of good points about who could have been on the show and what they mm-hmm. could have been doing. I mean, my thing is, I'm I was good with what we got. Like, you know, I feel like with the triple threat match for the U.S. Championship, that I'm eating my eating my foot. Is that a thing you eat when you're wrong or something like that? You're. Yeah, you put your foot eating, in your mouth. Yep. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's crow. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm eating crow. I'm eating my foot. I'm putting my foot's in my mouth. <laughs> I'm not even into that. And it <laughs> is, you know, I, I said like 70 different times on our preview podcast. There's no way Austin Theory is winning here. He's here mm-hmm. to eat the pin, and uh-huh. he walked out as the winner. And I think that for me, I, you know, we'll get into everything. We'll go through it, but. I was like, oh, okay. I like to be proven wrong. Um, But yeah, I'm with you. The AJ Styles and Finn match, Ronda and Shotzi, and even that triple threat match to me, you know, maybe the triple threat match was a little bit above the others, but for me, the first two was kind of like, what are we doing here? And I'm I'm glad they didn't put more on the card because I think I would have just been upset that the show was too long. Mm, Interesting. Okay, uh, so let's get into let's it. Get let's do it. Let's get into a match by match. Um, first up was the women's war game match. Team Bianca, which was Bianca, Belair, Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, and Mia Yim versus Team Damage Control, which was Bailey, yeah. Dakota Kai, um, EO Sky, Nikki Cross, and Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a good way to kick off the uh, the show. Um, and I mm. thought it was a really good match. I just don't. I, I said it on the preview match. And then once it started, I was like, oh, I, I feel like team damage control should have won. But knowing that uh, the bloodline was going to win later on in the night, it makes sense that you don't want both heel teams to win. And then when the women open the show, you know, you always want to open the show with. Um, you know, a pop. And then on top of that, when we did our preview podcast, we didn't know who the fifth member was. We speculated wildly about who the fifth member was. Yeah. And I can't remember if we said on the podcast, but the minute that it was Becky, it was kind of like, okay, they're really not going to lose. Well, I mean, I remember on the podcast, we did bring up Becky and Charlotte and Candice LeRae and like Dana. I did mention Dana Brooks name. And, you know, I still because I think I was really thinking about this um, before the show, if not right after. I can't remember at this point. But, Mm -hmm. you know, you did talk about the shenanigans that would come up. And I really felt like because they were having Becky come out on Friday that Mm -hmm. maybe they were looking to, like, soften the blow of Bailey's team going over and winning the match. And so Mm, I wasn't that convinced that that Becky's team would win. Um, hmm. And I think it could have been more interesting. Actually, no, it would have been more it interesting been. if yeah. they lost. But hey, I think so too. but yeah, it is a super powered team, especially when you look at Bianca 
like uh and and Becky in particular and then Mia mm-hmm. Yim even just in terms of her just returning Oscar's like is right there I mean <laughs> her I mean yes but you know mm-hmm. I mean against sure Bailey and Rhea but then you have Dakota Eo, <laughs> and Nikki and it's like it's not really even I was convinced Nikki was there to take that pin and she she didn't even do that she didn't even take the pin Dakota yeah. took the pin which I think you said right you were the one who said Dakota would take the pin that doesn't feel like a me thing I don't know if I would have been that sure. specific to be fair yeah, yeah, it might not have been you. Um, but yeah, like yeah. it was <laughs> it was just, just other co-hosts. It was probably Sarah Carradine. No, it was, I'm pretty sure it was probably Havan uh yeah, for the podcast. Um yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about the match itself. What did you think about the match itself? Uh going into it, uh into team it. damage control had the advantage. They had uh, uh yeah. both teams that had the advantage lost uh at this pay-per-view. So is it really even an advantage then? It's an advantage. They say it's an advantage for like the first one kind of because like you get that two on one time, like that two on one time at the beginning of the match, but it doesn't matter. The match doesn't even start until all 10 people are in it a half an hour later. Uh-huh. So it doesn't even matter if you beat that person up 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Maybe I want to wait. I have a point to make here. Yeah. Maybe it's not an advantage to have you know, the two on one or always have more of your team in the match, because what that means for the other team is that the last person to come in well rested will be the freshest. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. So actually, though, I think it would be interesting to see like if they do war games again next year, it would be really interesting to see if they have the advantage and hype it up as if we didn't just see what happened this year in terms of not really paying off. Yeah, now I kind of want to go back and look at like the war games and see like if the team that had the advantage like actually like win. Like, what's the percentage of them winning? <laughs> That'd be hilarious if like they never win. It's like zero. <laughs> um, but like, I want actually on this note, like before specifically getting into this match, I was so I feel like war games is so overhyped just to start. And really? I'll get into what I like about it, but I feel like it's so overhyped. Like during the, um, it was actually during the entrances for this match when I think Michael Cole was on commentary and he's like, you know, Bliss is a is a war games rookie. And I'm like, girl, this is not the military. Like, this is not, <laughs> you're not, this is not active duty in service. They're not even wearing, they're not even all wearing camo. And so for me, that was one thing where mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you're playing it on thick. But I have you have to appreciate that about WWE. Mm-hmm. I will say it's two rings. There's mm-hmm. a cage. Like it's not that different. <laughs> but I like, I like how much they built it up. And mm-hmm. I wish everyone was wearing camo. And I like that, like I like the little music and the themes and the things. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like it's overhyped, but they do a good job with what they presented. Like they convinced me over the course of this match. Yeah. I mean, I like war games match. The, the thing you gotta remember is like a good percentage of the main core WWE audience does not watch NXT. Like I always forget that a lot mm-hmm. of people don't watch NXT. Even when I'm like in and out of NXT, I forget that a lot of people just have have no history or concept with it. Yeah. Um so that means some people have never seen a war games match. Yeah. 
like again, love to bring up our our you know our our last co our co-host our guest. Um, but Haban had never technically seen this new iteration of the War Games because he does not watch NXT. So he was wow. like very excited to see like both the war games and how they like started. So like from a fresh perspective of like never you you saw the ones in NXT, right, Matt? Of course. Yeah, of course. Well, <laughs> I know I did. I actually did. Okay. Sorry, I know that wasn't convincing, but yes, I did watch the war games matches. Yeah. And I love I love them. And I think it's mm-hmm. like just to that point, it's cool that um there was the okay, looking at the match like Bianca was in a war games apparently, which I don't remember as much. Yeah, but I know she was in, two, in one. And then Mia Yim was was Mia Yim in one. Mia Yim was in one. Yes. Okay. Mia and and by one. the way, I, as I ask all this, everyone who's listening probably knows because they referenced it all a million times on commentary. The, Dakota yeah. has been in four, I believe. This is her fourth. Yeah, yes, this her is her fourth. fourth. EO. This is EO's third. Nikki I, I Cross believe. was she in any? Rhea was definitely in one. Yeah, or Rhea two. was in two. Girl, why are we okay? This is a little too in the weeds for the wrestling mm-hmm. we're happy, but yes, like that, yeah. But I, I think that that was cool that like everything made sense to me in terms of that. And I know you were kind of talking about people not knowing the history, but mm-hmm. when you did know the history, Bianca and Dakota were the first to, to enter the match as the two war games veterans. Like Dakota is more of a mm-hmm. veteran in war games than anyone else. And Bianca being Bianca, but also having experienced war games. She was the only one on her team who had been in. Like, exactly. Team, never exactly. Been. So it made sense for her to start. And then I love the, we'll get into it more and more, but I mm-hmm. even just love the progression of who came out after each person. This women's match to me, made so much sense and I always mm-hmm. get disappointed because I feel like we get the women's matches sometimes to start the show mm-hmm. when this could have easily maybe I would have had a different result but this could have easily main evented oh yeah it could have main evented but I, like I don't mind the women's matches starting the shows because that means I can like not pay attention for like the rest of the, the show uh, <laughs> you know it's but that but that's exactly why i don't like the women's match starting the show because then i t- i tune out like you don't want your best yeah. it's like eating the icing on the cake first yeah i, I don't than, like icing, you know, but i get i get your point. i don't really either but <laughs> <laughs> but you get it like it's like yeah. yeah it's like eating the icing first and then you're like oh what do i do with all the rest of this cake like I just want, I want to eat the cake the way that it was meant to be eaten. You know what I'm saying, Mari? And that means putting the best on last. Yeah, I get it. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance Plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. 
Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. We got Bianca and Dakota just going at it, which is nothing, you know, new. Nothing like like serious because like no. it's just a match. It's when they first start off, it's just kind of like a match. Then except uh, it's not a match. Let me just correct you because match. You're the right, match you're right. doesn't start until everyone's in the freaking ring. So that's the most that's that's the weirdest part to me about these war games matches. Um, but yes, start is just a match. EO comes out. So I like that EO was next because obviously she has the chemistry with Dakota, so it made sense logically. And then Asuka came out, which also makes yeah. sense based on their interactions. And things kept going and going and going. I don't know. Is there anything that you want to point out specifically, like just as we as the match kind of came along well, um, in terms of how it made you feel? Specifically, I really like the Oscar and EO segment. They gave yeah. them a little segment together that I liked. I think that I I kind of was like, go more, go more. Like I kind of wanted them to like just like go out and go like full Joshi, but uh-huh. I felt like they were like trying to like rein it in because again, this was the beginning of the match. Like they can't go, you can't oh go God. full out in the beginning of the match, knowing that you gotta survive it for however many minutes or whatever. Um, so I, I love the spotlight on them. Like I just I don't know how we get to it, but please just give Eo and Asuka a feud for the two of them. Let them speak Japanese through the whole feud. Like I. I do not care. Subtitle it later. Like, mm-hmm. like do what you did with that promo. Like, it was amazing watching the subtitles later because I felt like I got whatever emotion they were trying to give to me. Like, this is for people mm-hmm. who don't mind watching mm-hmm. um, foreign films like us. I know we're 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 part of like team subs or dubs. Like, we don't we don't really care. So I I'm I'm fine with uh, grabbing you know feeling and emotion in the moment and then going back and seeing what what the, the subtitles say so Whoa. i would really love that i'm with you i'm with you and you know what i think the other thing is you really have to pay attention and if you'd like that you're like oh i need to watch the watch the yes subs the or body the language and all the things you need to really like yeah. tapped in so that's the thing i appreciate about that most but we'll get there i mean we're kind of getting the mini feud in there but i really want the real feud um and also i want another championship like we have the women's championship Dang. but let's get the women's mid card ch- mid card championship in here like where is it as much as i would love it there there's no point cuz they're the tag team titles are still not being defended like i don't even care because here's the thing I'm okay with WWE giving up on the tag team championships in a way, uh, not really. Okay. I, I, maybe I'm lying to myself, but in theory, I'm okay with it. As long as they like invest in other championships for the women. I mean, I feel like the women need tag team championships, just like every division, but mm-hmm. um, you know, it would be nice to at least see some more championships. And I think that a singles championship for the women, that's not the 24 seven championship. <laughs> would be really well received i'm just sick and tired of like the tag team champion the tag team titles being used to prop up like a faction or okay the main okay sasha what do you i mean yes i agree i, I agreed <laughs> I, with it agree why with they walked <laughs> out <laughs> like because especially for the women's division because it's doing exactly what the men's titles are like the usos are just propping up 
Roman. Like they barely get their own feud. They the last they the New Day feud that they got like that mini two week feud that they had with the New Day about the record was like the best storyline like with like outside of the bloodline that they had. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like and and it was all about the, the record and it came too late like it, i wish they had built it for like over a month but they i it was i felt like they were like oh yeah we forgot they're almost about to break your record like it, it didn't make any mm. sense so yeah i no. just i don't I, like it and in here damage control has the yes. titles and it's just kind of supposed to be propping up their faction but their faction keeps losing so it's kind of like yeah. what are we even doing here and it's a tough situation to be in because it makes sense that Damage Control would have the tag team championships, but also right. because Bailey is intertwined in the women's championship mix, then it is a little bit murky, kind of how things shake out. But, you know, I mean, I'm hopeful that things will change under this new era with the Triple H and uh, maybe, you know, maybe everything that we're saying about Naomi and Sasha and the hopes that we have there, I'm hopeful that that, because the more I think about it, they're because of the limited number of women's championships here, like mm -hmm. it would be nice to really, if we do get them back, to get them back in the tag picture. Um mm -hmm. I could see us being beyond that at this point, but right. you know, like that would be nice to have some championships in the middle. So I know this is a bigger discussion and I also have a feeling that this discussion of this match and this division will be like a lot longer than everything else we talked about. Oh yeah. But, definitely. but that's why we're you know, taking our time. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like I I'm with you, like mm -hmm. they do, they do need to work on their championships that they have. And if they add in another, I'd be really happy. Um, Cause the women could handle it. It's just that the booking is off. Yeah. Exactly. The win like they have so much talent there that they need to find creative ways to utilize all the ta talent. And I mean, this war games match was really good in a in a way to do it. Like Nikki comes out and starts throwing in all the random stuff. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. We we well, noticed it's like the third person in each one of the matches was the one that like threw in all the like the garbage cans and the kendo sticks. And well, the just random oh, shit. That's my favorite thing about war games, probably. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, I like this because like Nikki came out and threw in a bunch of. Of kendo sticks and yeah. serving trays and then the crowd was like we want tables and then there were no tables there are no tables for the women because <laughs> yeah. it, well they, get, the, they, they got the table they got a table oh they did they did they did get it the was tables, bailey yeah. who brought it which is a funny yeah, yeah. choice to the me men like got the, the heel yeah, yeah. bringing in the table but but that is the thing that i don't yeah yeah uh, bailey brought in the tables last right um yeah. so like the one thing that I, I the when it, when we get like men's war games versus women war games on the same card is like you just know and especially when they go first, it's like that that that's what this is what triggers me more about them going first than anything. It's like because they go first, they have to limit their move set for what the men are gonna do in the finale. That's what I personally hate because I felt like there was there's more stunts that they could have tried but that they can't you know they can't do everything because we also need to save some stunts for the later match so but I think there's you know Nikki jumping off the cage is like somebody's gonna jump off yeah. the cage it, like every war games match yeah <laughs> it, at least the women's somebody's jumped off the jumps off the top of that cage and honestly of all people like we love Nikki Cross doing it onto her own teammates included you know like right. it, it, a good Nikki Cross body if you will 
And then who else jumped? Not uh, of course Becky won with the leg drop from the cage, mm-hmm. but um, who? Somebody else jumped from the cage and was only caught by two people in that women's match. I was like, oh, oh no, they, like, it was uh, it was Eo. Eo, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and, the moonsault, I think. Onto Bianca and Becky, the, uh, was it? I think, or was it Bianca? And uh, it was somebody Mia? else. Mia, I don't remember, but it was Bianca. Yeah, I think it was Bianca and Mia. They, I was like, geez, like that, like only two people catch you, and they did it perfectly. I love, yeah, because like, I remember that specifically, and Bianca being in it because I saw her like grabbing her leg. Oh yeah, <laughs> these matches make me so nervous in terms of the injuries. Bailey anything too. Anything happen. There's a lot Something of oh yeah, she had a moment too. Yeah, she, she had was a moment, also yeah. probably grabbing her leg right, and everyone yeah. seemed fine, but. It's, so, it's always so scary. Yeah, yeah. Especially is. when there's so much happening. Like, I just feel like there's a lot more room for injury. But this match was so good. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody paired off so well with everyone else in terms yeah. of this match. And it was very balanced. And, like, you mentioned Bailey coming out as, like, a really solid. Oh, no. So Nikki Cross came out. But after Nikki, who came out? Alexa. Your girl. You're exactly. <laughs> I, I was yeah. I totally forgot about her. I was like, wait, whose turn is it to come? <laughs> yeah, and it made sense. Former tag team partners, then Bailey comes partners. out, and then um, Mia Yim, aka Michin. Michin. <laughs> they were going back and forth with that. I was like, oh God. Yeah. We'll see. Whatever. Yeah. We'll see. By the way, a side note, I have like this is like the only match that I was like super invested in. So right. like Little things jump out to me thinking about it, but like Mia Yim could not get trash cans in the ring to save her life. She was <laughs> she was struggling. Um, Those are hard. Yeah, I don't know. It's this, yeah, I mean, bless her heart. Um, yeah, and then you and, know, and then also happens. like what? I had to remind myself that Rhea and Nikki were a tag team at one point. Remember? Oh, they I were tag team that. champions. <laughs> Oh yes, crap. last yeah. year when last Charlotte year. was involved in the mix yes. too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, at the end, of the, there was a lot of legacy here, a lot of history here, um, and you know, like Rhea even coming in and being like a solid choice to come in last uh, for her mm-hmm. team was great. She brings so much energy, and then of course Becky coming in last was cool. But for me, I will yeah. say that I wondered. Will it be Mia Yim coming in last? Will it be Becky Lynch coming in last? And clearly they just went to Becky. But I think there was yeah, a chance exactly. to get Mia over even more and, uh, you know, yeah, go back to Becky. Everyone loves Becky. Right. So great match overall. Like we said, um, uh, Team Bianca wins because Bianca hits a KOD to Bailey like into the cage like uh-huh. knees first I was like Bianca <laughs> not her knees not her knees I know I was like her surgically repaired <laughs> oh knees. my god wait the other thing with Bailey speaking of her knees Mia Yim at one point did a and Corey Graves called it ugly but effective she did like a, uh, a like a dive th- from one ring one, to the yep. other onto Bailey and basically landed on her knees and I was like yep. no <laughs> <laughs> if Mia Yim is responsible for any knee injuries for Bailey, I would never forgive her. That. But, Stop it. I mean, yeah. 
Exactly. It was like Mia Mia did like her spots in that in that match was definitely like the she kept like jumping through the ropes and stuff. Like it was so funny. When she was coming to the rink, like Havan was like, What is her style? Like it was her <laughs> it was his first time seeing her too. Um yeah. and um I was like, Indy? Like I was like, she's like it's like like she wrestles TNA, like, she's in like indie she's like does everything like yeah, i don't know i know i, I don't want to say i never want to say anything bad about me am but oh, i'm no, always watching Mia her i want to love me am i've always wanted to love me am uh, there sounds like some negative about but I, like I just feel, like i just feel what? like honestly okay wait so let me say some positives. Uh, she's really nice and she seems like a great person. And actually, you know, I love I love her outside of the ring now. But sometimes it's a little like it's, it's effective, but it's not like the most beautiful. If you get what I'm saying. I don't know. I, I don't. I I mean, for me, I don't I don't personally agree. I think it might just be because she's back and she's just like with these these people knew afresh again but i think when she was in nxt she was doing her best work like her and bianca's like nxt matches were like off the chain you didn't like those i don't like your face right now i love <laughs> all right let's, I, let's I, I le- yeah i know i liked the matches i just always feel like with mia i'm like i want to see more of her i want to like see more of her personality and get to know her more and see like her be more comfortable but i feel like I have yet to see her in like a truly comfortable zone, whether on yeah. the mic or in the ring in WWE. Yeah. I just want her to get like Not, loose and have fun, you know? She has never had, yeah, she has never had like the, um, like a good opportunity in WWE. Exactly. Like never like a good, like honestly, again, her and Bianca's run, it was when they were both, when they both were starting out and it mm-hmm. was the two of them. I think that was her best feud and that was Mm. Bianca's best feud at the time because Mm. the way that they talk to each other because Miriam is like half black yeah you know know, that's what I'm talking about yeah with Keith Lee also in the mix and everything because I remember there was a little bit of that at the time I think that we were seeing they faced each other like three times exactly yeah Yeah. I remember this moment and she was like the baddie and it was when bianca was still a bat it was it was when bianca was a heel like it was really good it's like it was like where we got like uh uh girl uh uh and like all of the undefeated stuff like that was the best feud that they had but because they weren't feuding for the title like a lot of people forget it but that was like that was their that was both of theirs like first main feud the two of the two of them were their first main feud and because it it went over so well the first time they like kept feuding Mari talking out loud about this though if you ever see any interviews with Mia Yim like Mm -hmm. out of character obviously send them to me because I feel like I'm seeing the nerves I feel like I'm seeing like the okay just getting comfortable again Mm -hmm. um, in the WWE especially where things didn't really work out for her the last time Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like I'm, I'm picking up on the nerves. It'll probably come up in interviews, but I'm so excited for her to thrive. And I hope that Triple H yeah. like really pushes her to the moon to the championship because she does have a lot to bring. Um, I agree. You know, and I so much. And I think he like I think that's why this women's war game match really worked because a lot of the, the women in here are like Triple H like loved them. We we can sit here and argue though about like Bianca and how he he handled Bianca in NXT and how like 
it wasn't great. And now it took Vince McMahon to like really strap the rocket to Bianca, Bianca's back. Yeah, it is, isn't it? But uh, the biggest thing is, I think I agree. I think Mia. I think it's just like you said, the nerves and getting re, you know, reacquainted. I, I, I think I just have, I just have a soft spot for her because I also I watch her, um, like her Twitch streams and stuff like that. So yeah. I know how much like of a like a cool person she is and how like chill and stuff like she is. And I agree with you. I think she just has never gotten that platform so i'm i'm really excited to see what happens with her and a lot of the women in this match like i think this is the biggest question for me um before we move on like where do we go from here because damage control is lost becky pin dakota like becky's back but she kind of debuted on smackdown so is she on smackdown Mm. like what does bailey do from here because honestly i can't just you can't justify giving bailey like another championship um like another champion like a run at the championship so well mari i think that the that was such a sassy well mari um (laughs) i will say i think the next pay-per-view is royal rumble actually Mm -hmm. so in my i mean and that means the road to wrestlemania so everything Mm -hmm. in my mind is how what is the path to wrestlemania from here right so we have Rhonda on one side with mm-hmm. her championship. We have Bianca with her championship. We have mm-hmm. Damage Control with their championships. So I would imagine that they're all going to be defending at the WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I don't think I expect for there to be like another women's match on top of it. Um, but who knows what they'll do. But Mm -hmm. so I'm like, okay, damage control, like maybe there's a world where we do see Naomi and Sasha come back and take them on. Who knows? Um, Maybe there's a world where, but see, it's just, it it sucks no matter how you break it down because there are so Mm -hmm. few, this has been the problem for as long as time, like so few women's spots in terms of the championships. And I just don't, I want, I want more. So for me, if, if I'm, if I were to book WrestleMania right now, right? Yeah. It would be it's starting with Bailey. Like Bailey is like, you know, Bailey could try and talk her mess and Bianca be like, girl, get to the back of the line. If you want to earn this, if you want to earn another title shot, win the rumble. So mm-hmm. you have Bailey set her sights on winning the rumble, right? Um, so oh, no. but I think if if Becky comes back to SmackDown, it makes more sense. I think we talked about it on the preview. Yeah. It makes more sense for Becky and Ronda to um, probably face each other at WrestleMania because they quote-unquote have unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if Charlotte comes back, I think Charlotte uh, I think Charlotte oh, would no. face Bianca. <laughs> because Charlotte is... Charlotte will win the Rumble? I, so that's Again. the thing. So that's the thing. I don't I don't know because I don't know. I like the, the way that goes. That means either Charlotte or Becky um, or Rhonda, I guess, would all have to either w- win the Rumble again, which none of that sounds great to me personally. Um, but if we're just going by like storylines that make sense, I think you give Charlotte Bianca because that is the one horsewoman that Bianca has not beaten. Sure. And then if you get Sasha coming back, if you get if you get Sasha coming back, 
I would want Sasha to win the Rumble, but that doesn't make sense for our current champions unless it's Sasha going over Ronda. And I would be very surprised if they put Sasha and Ronda in a feud together, especially the way like what we hear about Sasha's walkout and stuff like that. So like, I don't, I don't know if that's where you go. I don't think that's where you go. Sasha is not going to win the Rumble though, even if she did come back, because I feel like if I'm in the locker room, you know, as much as I might support Sasha, if I'm one of the other women in the locker room, I'm thinking you walked out, right? you walked out and I've been here, mm-hmm. you know, busting my ass, doing my thing. So I just don't feel like they would put her in. the, And I don't even know if she'd want to be in the position to come back and win the women's rumble when another woman would have had that spot if she didn't come back. Right. So, so that's why my thinking is Sasha yeah. comes back at the rumble. But her and Bailey cost each other the match. Mm. And then we get Sasha versus Bailey at WrestleMania non-title to steal the show. I'll take it. I think I think that's what we I think that's what I get. Oh, so if, to me, then you'd get you'd have Becky versus Rhonda, uh Charlotte versus Bianca, and then um and then Sasha versus Bailey. And then you gotta Uh-oh. figure out what your tag team matches are. I don't know. I, where I kind you go of hate it. I kind of hate it because they're all the other women. It's like what happens to all the other women? Shotzi. Um, well, Shotzi and Raquel. <laughs> sorry, my or, list ended very quickly. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, are Shotzi and Raquel like really going to do this tag team thing? Maybe I don't know. Let's move on. We <laughs> let's move on. We've been here too long. This is us stretching. This is us stretching. No, we are not stretching though. Like we could talk about the women's division forever and speculate. I, and honestly, yeah. like this is the time when we should start to speculate. But I think we'll speculate more next. Week. Yeah, like yeah, we're cutting into our like. <laughs> like what we're going to be talking about next we're, week we're just having a conversation <laughs> well, yes we are and yeah and i love that's it. what happens um but yeah so match ended leg drop table uh yeah women, like that's the thing i will say it, it was kind of boring to see the faces standing there like yay we're happy yay, we and we're gonna it. dance to becky's yeah. music yay it's like come on like i want action i want drama i want more i want yeah. more so then we get Finn Balor versus AJ Styles and this match like I like I guess I felt bad for them because they came after that really like hot <laughs> women's match so I was like okay yeah. cool but also the match was I'm sorry it was boring to me it was like mad boring like I'm sorry it was boring to me like I get it it's Finn versus AJ they have all this history all of this backstory they're such good wrestlers and they were good it was good wrestling it was some wrestling but it was so boring because like I'm sorry this is a to me this is a feud of Judgment Day versus the OC and I wanted to see I like I wanted to see more Dominic getting his butt beat like I'm sorry (laughs) like this is what I came for and so then they like and then I was also wondering I was like like, okay, Ray and Mia were just in that last match. They tore the house down. I said, do they limp out here and like try and become factors? Because what's the they point couldn't. of going out and getting Mia to solve the Ray or Ripley problem when the solving was just put them both in a different match? But the problem <laughs> was solved, Mari, because you're, Basically. I mean, kind of to what you just said, Ray not being there, I mean, that is the X factor because yeah. the Judgment Day Finn specifically I, did not win. 
And I specifically, and so when they got, when the OC and Judgment Day got thrown out from ringside, I was like, okay, this would be the perfect time. Have Rhea Ripley come out, like, even if she's still selling a few injuries, have her trying to come out and interfere with the match and then have Mia kind of limp out after her and chase her out. Like, something as simple as that. They didn't even have to, like, really even get physical. I mean, Rhea was probably okay. I think Rhea carried, I I mean, I want to say, so I think she She carried EO EO out after the match or something like that. Ooh, so Rayo, I think Rayo was on her feet at the end of the War Games match, as of course Mia Yim was. So mm-hmm. they could have shown up here. Yeah. Um, I will bandage up a, an arm or some shit. Like yeah, you like, like no, your ribs. Yeah, you of course, always the ribs. Yeah, yeah, always the ribs. It's yeah, like, hey, you. Um, like, I don't even know if that's how you like properly like <laughs> like actually wrap ribs. If ribs are yeah, like if my hurting. ribs are hurting, do I just wrap them up? But wrapping like, it um, with gauze is gonna yeah. help. I'll try it. Uh, uh, but yeah, not the most exciting match, and I'm just thinking. I think I mean. The thing is, the Judgment Day and the OC kind of became eliminated from the action early on when they brought out through the crowd. And then that was that. We did get a lot of Finn Balor and AJ Styles references on commentary. Um, This match was for a certain type of fan, especially. And I think a fan who's very tapped in, like... um, Someone who definitely was following along in Japan. It's a great match no matter what, but it's a lot better if you have that backstory. Michael Cole gave us a lot of those details. Uh Um, But exactly, I had to be there. I had to be there exactly, and I wasn't. So and it's fine. It was like I said, it was it was an acceptable match. Like it was whatever. Um, Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, Just wasn't for me. I would I really I to me all the heat is on Dominic like I you're you're not going to try and get me to root for AJ Styles over Finn Balor I'm just I'm sorry it's just not gonna happen yeah uh, and I mean I will also say was I it do like Finn? Both, I think Finn might have been the one who was saying like oh I'm the devil I think that was him yeah was. I get so confused because everyone in wrestling actually not MJ everyone but like yep. MJ mm-hmm. MJ it's just yep. literally the main person who's claiming to be the devil in wrestling. Yep. So for me, I'm like, just watch the other product and don't repeat what they're doing, uh, Finn. But it's whatever. Yeah, not a lot to say. <laughs> Next up, we had Ronda. And so let, we I know we wanted to talk about the match times, too. Did so the, like the women's war oh. game match technically was the longest match by about, a minute. About about. Yeah, about. 40 minutes or 3940 is what we yes. says. Those times are not exact, but they are pretty close. So 3940 yeah. for the women's. Uh-huh. And then the AJ Styles Finn Balor match was the longest, like 1825. Uh, match. 1825. And that's what I'm saying. Like that one like definitely dragged to me. Like and that, like that 18 minutes could have been used with uh, like a, a six-man tag. Okay, but I thought I felt like this next match, Ronda Rousey um, versus Shotzi for the SmackDown Women's Championship, mm-hmm. was actually a little bit too short for Shotzi's sake. Mm. For Shotzi's sake, because that was only seven minutes, 15 seconds or so, seven and a half minutes or so. And uh, it a lot happened in it. It was quick. I just wish Shotzi had more of a chance to 
you know, establish herself rather than getting eaten by Rhonda. Yeah. Honestly, like I like I don't advocate for short women's matches, but Rhonda matches. I advocate for short Rhonda Rousey matches. Two to three more minutes. That's all I want. Uh, I guess it's just like it's just frustrating because you know Shotzi's not gonna win. She's not gonna win. Like why we're not here. Like she's not gonna win. You know what I'm saying? Like so. And then the even frustrating part is even when you know she's not gonna win, there Rhonda does not help make her look good in loss. So like you said, it's like poor shot. I come out of this like poor Shotzi. She looked dumb in this match. She did lose. And 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 the thing is though they squeezed in a lot into seven minutes. Like mm-hmm. there was one spot in particular that jumped out to me where Shotzi basically did a crossbody into the crowd onto Rhonda yes. and Shayna, taking yes. out three like <laughs> three, three plants. In the yeah, well, yeah, just like three coincidentally muscular, large, men sitting side by side with nobody behind them in the yes. crowd, yes. and then they showed it again. And I'm like, that's a lawsuit. Like, if that actually <laughs> happened, you are cutting away. I thought and- it was funny how like the men when they landed, they're like kind of obscuring their faces. I'm like, yeah, yeah, probably because they're local wrestlers that some of us <laughs> might know. <laughs> they're like, oh no, I'm so embarrassed. I got a crossbody by. I know. I thought that was that was the funny, mm-hmm. a funny kind of spot. But I mean, again, funny. in my mind, just a couple more minutes of Shotzi dominating and posing and letting the crowd cheer for her. Like, I think yeah. that would have added a little bit just to her. Like, give her, give her a little bit, a few more moments here. But yeah, we I knew agree. she wasn't gonna win. That's okay. No, hey. yeah, it, it's. It's so it's so funny because some people think like Shotzi got too much offense in. Some people thought you think she got not enough in. I just was like, I I, I hated the fact that she had to deal with both uh, Rhonda and Shayna Baszler. You know, yeah. like it was just like it was just doomed from the start at that point. And then oh, and then apparently the crowd started chanting, "We want Sasha" <laughs> at mm. one point. So like it's just it was. I felt I feel bad. Like I truly feel bad when like women's matches like aren't treated yeah. with respect. But it's so hard for me. It's like even hard for me to like respect a champion that I feel like doesn't respect the business and doesn't care about their opponent. Like they so and you know with women's matches they always nitpick it with like the quote unquote botches and the the moves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But there really was one move where Ronda just sandbagged the hell out of Shotzi, and it and it was like an apron move that. She sandbagged Shotzi. She didn't want to. She she basically looked like she didn't want to bump. Like it looked like Ronda did not want to bump for Shotzi, and that's what made the match look so like disjointed and like mm-hmm. really weird. Like really weird. I couldn't even appreciate that. Like Ronda was was kind of like catching Shotzi into different like moves. Like when when Shotzi was trying to do an insiguri, she like caught her into an ankle lock, or when she tried to do like the the Jeff Hardy. Um, like double legs to the midsection Rhonda caught it yeah. and flipped it over like that was those were like some really cool spots like showing that like oh Rhonda knows so many submissions and stuff like that but the rest of it was just so it just felt so like out of whack um which has been my complaint with every single Rhonda match this year and it's just I'm just tired <laughs> like I'm tired yeah you know honestly um I just don't here's the thing 
Ronda Rousey, I always, I feel like I'm the one, Mari, who's just like, I, I bring up how big of a star Ronda Rousey is. She should not be wrestling this much. Give her like a mm. Logan Paul schedule or something where people actually will appreciate it. But the thing is, I mean, but she has be- to wrestle like Logan Paul, though, Matt. That's the thing. Like, I mean, she has she to could, wrestle like Logan Paul. She could, she could, she could. I believe that she could because the practice. That's all you need. Just practice a match for three months straight and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. She'll be fine. Um, but I just don't understand. Like, there's not a lot of value to anybody in a Shotzi versus Ronda match unless it's building right. up Shotzi, but it's not even really doing exactly. that. So exactly. why are we doing this? I don't exactly. want to see Ronda Rousey or anyone else get like injured in this type like just give her matches that matter and make it make money but this isn't making money so i'm i'm a little i'm confusion exactly anything else about this people this people i was gonna say this match or these people no okay nope. good because <laughs> i yeah. got nothing um but good luck to shotzi in her future endeavors mm-hmm Good luck. Oh, not you future endeavoring her. Jesus, (laughs) No, I mean in the company, in the company. Next up, we have the triple threat for the U.S. championship match. So uh, this was kind of fun. This was actually very fun. Seth uh, as the champion, uh, uh, Bobby Lashley as the former champion, and then Austin Theory as the person who failed that cash in. They come in into this match. This match was really weird because it was fun, but it's like the, all the styles are like kind of like, what is happening here? But it actually worked to be like mm-hmm. really fast paced. It felt like everybody was like actually like really mad at each other. <laughs> yeah. And I love that. I, 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 I was so convinced that Austin Theory didn't stand a chance. And I just love a match where the result like nobody would have bet on Austin Theory here in this match. Mm-hmm. And again, like it's a world where Seth could pin Theory or Lashley could pin Theory and it works out and you switch the championships that way. Um, mm-hmm. I like how he won. I like that he won. Yeah. I like that they're not fully giving up on him as a character because we have had him shoved down our throats for better or worse, over the last year since the egg thing last year at Survivor Series when Vince McMahon was rubbing his egg with Austin Theory standing there. It was odd. Very strange. Um, mm-hmm. but I like that they didn't... like. We saw the failed cash-in. That was a disaster. I'm just glad that they didn't have him lose here again because then it makes the cash in look even worse. Like to me, I like that he was able to win the championship by being a little crafty. It wasn't like it was, it wasn't his wrestling acumen that got him the win. It was just like good timing and getting the three count. And that happens. And I, and I like that for him, you know, it fits his character. I I mean, I, I hated the call, but that's the whole point, right? Like I was, I was like, damn it, Austin, Theory one. I was. I really wanted Bobby Lashley to win it because I think we both agreed that taking it off of Seth kind of frees Seth up. Um, but mm-hmm. damn it, if Seth doesn't go out there and put on a great freaking match, like you, uh, he's so good. But anyways, yeah. so that in combination was just like 
It was so ridiculous. The spear so, from the yes. So what? Describe it. Yeah. So Seth was doing. So Seth was doing his the Falcon Arrow, right? Like yeah. he had he was doing the Falcon Arrow. He had uh, Austin Theory up to finish the 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 mm-hmm. Falcon Arrow. So, so he had him in like a, a what what do you call that the power the the pile driver not the pile driver uh, he had him in like the like you the know Goldberg, it's, yeah it's kind of right? like the jackhammer type the jackhammer there it is the yeah legs are straight up in the straight air up. and you mm-hmm. have them up kind of like holding him up in that position yeah exactly and so and so Bobby Lashley, Lashley speared Rollins while while Theory was still up in the air. So like Seth crumples to the ground and Theory falls on top of him and scores the three count because uh Bobby like rolls out of the like the um the ring when he, he had speared. It was so that was like the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was so good. And then like uh, yeah. Like uh, Rollins jumping off of Theory's back to hit like the curb stomp and stuff like that mm-hmm. too. It, I mean, it was such a fun match. It was just like I love again. I love when there's a base in there. Bobby Lashley is a perfect base, and it's just two guys like Theory and um, Seth just jumping around. It was really good. And by the way, uh, Edmo, shout to Edmo. Yeah, in the Edmo. Facebook group in the job has a squad cast Facebook group mentioned. Austin Theory winning the title was an absolute shocker, but I love so it. Love yeah. being surprised like that. And yes, yeah. Edmo, that's what I'm saying. I love being surprised like that. And I yeah, love being I wrong. The, the I honestly I hate when WWE does like the audience reactions for stuff, like except for when it's like genuine. Like the, <laughs> the audience oh, reactions yeah. for Austin winning, like every like theory winning was like crazy. <laughs> like everyone was like nowadays yeah speaking of which by the way mari and not to go into this because this could be its own episode but Mm -hmm. at first i feel like there was an era where we got like that genuine crowd reactions and then people started to see like oh i need to have a big reaction so that i could be me a meme and Mm -hmm. now we love a genuine shocker and confusion and that was this i believe so we like i agree Good job. So good. Good job. That was a that was my favorite my favorite match that wasn't a war games match in the night. Mm. Mm. But I yeah, think oh well same. Yeah, I know. <laughs> easily same, easily same. same. I know, easily same. Um, as much as I love going with the women, I think this was my favorite match of the night, though. What are you I doing? I know it's I'm a traitor. Um, the men's <laughs> war game match where it was team bloodline. Which was Roman Reigns, uh, Jimmy and Jay Uso, Solo Sokoa, mm-hmm. and Sammy Zayn. Oh, I'm sorry, Sammy Uso um, versus the team Brawling Brutes with um, Sheamus, Butch, Ridge Holland, Drew yeah. McIntyre, and Kevin Owens. Their war game match. I'm <sighs> sorry, this match was so freaking good. And I think okay. it's because they did a really good job of building it up throughout the pay per view. Like whenever yeah. the only, like really the only vignettes we had through the night or backstage segments we had during uh-huh. the night was this bloodline thing about like Jay telling Roman, like, "Yo, I heard Kevin Owens telling Sammy to turn on us. What are we gonna do about it?" To Roman Reigns and Roman talking to Sammy and Sammy was like, "No, yeah, I he talked at me. I'm gonna prove to you that I'm a, gonna be a Uso." and stuff i feel like it telegraphed the ending however the execution was still like amazing and honestly 
I was like, why are we, you know, Jay comes back to Roman. So, oh, what do you say? What, you know, and I'm like, y'all have a TV. Like Roman could just watch. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Roman could watch what was said. We all saw it. No, Mari. If you really think about it, though, like there's they're so busy. That's the mm-hmm. thing. They're going from the arena. They get their. I'm sure early in the day, the, you know, SmackDown ends pretty late. They just want to go home and go to sleep. Then you want to wake up, you go to the gym. You're not watching the show back because it's probably not uploaded onto Hulu by that time that they're at the gym. (laughs) So, you know, they kind of go to the gym, end up at the show. Honestly, I could imagine there not being enough time to watch the show. So maybe he didn't get to see it. And if you you say so, sometimes when you're driving from city to city, I'm just saying, like, the Wi-Fi connection might not be the strongest. The data might not okay, be the strongest. So maybe he didn't get to watch it on YouTube either. So <laughs> I'm with you. I just feel like you're right. Um, but it's the match to me was so intriguing. And mm-hmm. the Sami Zayn dynamic was so intriguing but because they built it up throughout the show and i feel like two weeks ago we were not at this place where it was like will sammy turn on us like it was really this past smackdown with ko and this that moment that they had that i think kind of sold it i wonder if there was a question about whether kevin owens would be ready to compete because i believe he was like minorly injured a couple weeks ago, but it was mm-hmm. still able to compete. So I wonder if like they might have built that up a little longer. But it, so I feel like it was yeah. kind of a continuation of the storyline. It was like another layer of the storyline, right? Totally. Because between Jay and Sammy, Jay was always just like, "You're not one of us. You're not." You know, it was just quite, kind of like, "Why are y'all accepting him? He's not one of us." Like you know. Jay not liking Sammy's positioning in the group. Yeah. And I don't think, I think it wasn't until KO comes back that then Jay can use that as like, see, look, he can turn on us. Look, yeah. him and his friend, like now he can, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it was just another level of suspicion that Jay was trying to huh. use to kind of get Sammy like kicked out. <laughs> That's so rude and hateful, honestly. Yeah. Like, just because he's not related by blood doesn't mean you should kick him out. I don't I don't appreciate that. I just don't like that energy. I don't like how mm-hmm. uh I don't like I, I, I don't like those vibes. We have to be more inclusive. Okay. I got you. I got you. Um, but I and so I like that the and I like that it put a little bit of doubt into us. Even though, again, when you put that doubt into the audience to almost to almost expect the audience for him to turn, then you know that he's kind of not. But then again, I never expected him to turn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I liked liked a lot of the infighting within the cage, like them accidentally didn't like Jay accidentally uh, super kick Sammy at one point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, like we said on the preview, this was all about the infighting on the bloodline. I couldn't, I could care less what Ridge Holland was doing in the middle of that war games match half the time. Like, you know, whatever, whatever. Drew yeah. came off looking really good as always. And of course, sure. KO had this shining moment. Uh, him and Sammy just, God damn it, if y'all don't just fight forever, please. Like, just so amazing. And, when, and whenever Sammy hits the Haluva kick, it is just, I just love it. And it's just so beautiful. And Kevin takes it perfectly, laying into his arms of it all. And it, it like, how, but you know what I'm saying? Like, 
this should have been like a train wreck match. Like it should have just been kind of like, you know, kind of uh, 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 just a massive amount of just carnage. And yet yeah. there was like a lot of emotion in there. Yeah. Like sometimes we just want, we just expect it to be a lot of meat, but mm-hmm. you know, when you get emotion with your meat, that's potatoes. what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> potatoes. The emotion is potato. Anyways, um, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I really liked it. You know, he laid he laid Kevin out so that uh, uh, Jay could deliver the the frog splash and then the big hugs and oh my god, I love the bloodlines like attire too. I love how they all match and just literally the, yeah. it was bright red blood like mm-hmm. blood red outfits. I liked how when Roman came in, it was like. The two teams on both sides. Mm-hmm. That men's war game match was really well built. It really was. I know. Yeah. I know you hate to say. <laughs> no, I mean I'm just annoyed because I want to see the women. You want the same. Yeah. And I feel like uh you know, Stephanie McMahon to bring her into this back in the oh, day. And, and actually, there used to be this um, this video they'd play of Stephanie talking about the women's evolution slash revolution. And she was like, oh, the women and their, it was a word. She said like their pre- uh, preternatural skills or some freaking yeah, word like that that I still don't mm-hmm. know. Thank you, Mari. Um, mm-hmm. The professional. Yes. Preternatural skills. I don't even know the definition of that, but I like the women and their natural skills, otherworldly. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Miss Miss uh, Dictionary <laughs> Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I I just am always waiting for that. But you know what? This match was strong, and uh, I'm just bitter that my faves went on first. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> I like to wait. <laughs> yeah. Oof. So it was. Uh, so they think. So I. We'll we'll leave the speculation for the the next. Yeah, episode. we don't. We, yeah, we're not going to speculate about nah. this match. But I will say, I do want to know why people don't just go in low blows. You know, low blows left and right. Because if it's me in a match like this, I'm low blowing it. from the bell from the initial kind bell. Of like, like remember when she remember when Shinsuke's whole gimmick yes. like AJ I just love that. AJ every I don't know single why I love that but I would just start I would just start that yeah I know they actually did have some matches uh, where they were just going back and forth like oh my kicking, god punching it it should not have been that funny <laughs> yeah. it should not have been that funny but I think uh like Twitter kind of made it even funnier because every time Nakamura like was low blow AJ they were like yes do that so that AJ stops having all these kids because I think AJ has like a crap ton of kids okay but he doesn't have as many as Nick Cannon so like why are <laughs> right we... exactly I, I mean if only we really <sighs> had that comparison I just um, love that, that that version of Shinsuke okay all right anyways <laughs> um that's it that's it for our survivor series review podcast uh-huh. um like there will be no uh clips in the show notes y'all because it's we're reviewing the the pay-per-view itself yeah, watch so, the pay-per-view yeah sign or, up for peacock and or we're just not, listen to us we need a promo code with peacock yeah like we i mean if they pay us they're not paying us to do this y'all so <laughs> anyways uh no wait that, we are being paid to do this I mean, we are, but not by Peacock. 
You always have to remind me how they still don't care about us over the <laughs> WWE, but it's yep, okay. I do. But that's it. And um, Matt, can you tell the people where to find you? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me uh, here uh, at home podcasting. That's typically where I podcast from. Mm-hmm. Um, you could find me at Matt Scott GW on the social platforms, still on Twitter, baby. And, yep. um, you know, lots of interesting things. Um, you'll see, I mentioned on the last week's episode, uh, I think it was last week's episode, that there was something coming up on post show recaps where you could see me. So again, follow me, Matt Scott GW for that. There should be more pod friends coming up, right? Interview people in the Rob has a podcast universe. And I'm about to actually uh, do a bunch of those interviews. So keep an eye out for that. Um, But again, Matt Scott GW is the best place to find me. And I have as of at least now a link in my bio where you could subscribe to all the things and check out the different things. So uh there's that's that's that you know nothing else really exciting other than listening to you mari on crime scene and on all the other things that you're doing but mari speaking of all the things that you're doing where can the people find you of course you can find me on twitter still at mari talks too much that's too like the number two every week me and sarah carity bring true crime tuesdays to rhap with our crime scene podcast uh this past week uh we did oh yeah we did i was about to say <laughs> we did we talked about i am vanessa again again it's a it's a very great um documentary on netflix check it out very like soul searching and very like oh uh, just so deep and we oh. had we had amazing guests yeah. on ariel f and Mar- marissa garza um but coming up this week on crime scene we'll be doing um the GameStop documentary <gasps> uh yeah <laughs> eat the rich about the whole game GameStop, uh, like how people made the money and all of that and we have the fantastic guest uh jason reed back on with us wow. to talk about like like how GameStop helped like internet Internet people make money, basically. Yeah, like Cameron Grimes from NXT. Yes, like Cameron Grimes. Exactly. made all of his money. His whole exactly. gimmick came from GameStop, basically. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So go check that out by going to robhasawebsite.com slash crime feed in order to subscribe to Crime Scene. And of course, you can find me here every week with Matt Scott on the Wrestling with Hop Up podcast. Please go to robhasawebsite.com slash wrestling feed to subscribe if you haven't already done so. If you haven't done so, what's up? What what why? Yeah, what the like what are you, why are you going a hater? On? Like why are you a hater? Yeah. <laughs> Go subscribe. <laughs> yeah. And please uh rate and review. Give us five please. stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five wherever stars, you listen five to stars, your five stars. <laughs> your podcast. Your podcast. Podcar, yes. Your pod- podcar. <laughs> I know I could you were anyways. Uh, <laughs> I was all- I was doing a spin a rooney just so everyone know. knows. <laughs> You can also go and watch it, watch our video podcast by going to YouTube. The Rob has a podcast, uh, YouTube search wrestling wrap up and you can find us all of our video podcasts there. Um, of yeah. course, it is always the it, the best time as any to go sign up to be on the patron to be a patron for RHAP. You can go to www.patreon.com slash RHAP to become a patron where you can get exclusive access to um like really nice uh, exclusive podcast mm. uh patron 
video uh video games jesus it's you late can do um, anything. honestly it's it's all exclusive though mari like yeah you get that we can't podcast, tell you, what it you is. get some games you get some yeah. uh access there's some fun stuff the facebook group fun stuff there's a facebook the Discord. group there's interaction there are mm-hmm. discounts there are tickets that you get access to before everyone else like let me tell you if you are not a patron of rob as a podcast what are you waiting for Exactly. Feel free to always send us an email to wrestling at robhasawebsite.com. Also, tweet at us by using at wrestling wrap up. That's at wrestling R H A P U P. And you can actually you can use the, the tag hashtag wrestling wrap up R H A P U P. That's it. I'm tired. We're done. Uh, for me and Matt Scott, remember wrestling is for everybody, but not all wrestling is for everyone. Bye. <laughs> Up, lay it down just like Matt Mari. Wrestling liver half ups gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris. And we coming every week and it's feeling like a party. Full of Rick Flair, huh? Showing out like Bianca Belair, huh? Best podcast, rush it in the air, huh? From the rings and we win it, don't care, huh? No cap. Throw them up, lay it down just like Matt Mari. Wrestling liver half ups gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris. And we coming every week and it's feeling like a party. Okay.